How many times we say things that we wished that we never said. Sometimes it is harmless and small things. Sometimes we can hurt some people with the things that we say. But many times we don't follow through on the things that we say. We, spoke, we speak more than we should. Like that person as Lent is approaching wrote a resolution for his Lent. He said, my resolution for this year's Lent is to fulfill my resolutions from last year that I should have done the year before, that I had promised the year before that, and I planned for the year before that one. Many times we say more than what we do. We promise more than what we obey. And Jesus in the gospel today, he echoes our first reading for the day in Sirach in that call to authenticity. You truly know people not so much by what they say what they, say they do, but what they do in silence. We are invited today to ponder from the readings on words and deeds, promises and obedience, to talk and to walk. In the end, there's those two kinds of people, those who walk the talk and those who talk the walk. When words are not backed up by our own actions, that's what we call unreal words. St. Peter, the first pope, he spoke some unreal words. He spoke at times more than he should have. He said on that important night before the death of Christ, Lord, I will die for you. And he promised that, I will die for you. And Jesus told him, are you sure? I tell you, you will deny me three times. And he did. He did not follow through. The reality, and this might be harsh, but it could awaken us to reality. The reality is that we are by nature disobedient, a little Pharisees. And the worst is that we don't know it. We have this tendency to disobey, to not follow through, to not put our feet where our words are. We all are like a little bit like St. Peter in that regard. And what makes it worse, as I said, is that we don't know it. And so we keep promising, but without doing it. If we could only learn the lesson like Peter did, and then he was able to die for Christ. One day after the resurrection of Christ, he did learn the lesson. And he was faithful in small matters. And he was able to give his life for Christ one day. He learned obedience without speech. Like there's that phrase, we are slaves to our words, but owners of our silence. So what happens when we talk the talk, but we don't walk the walk? The problem of speaking more than we should. We fall into 
to three main things that all start with an I. In the first place, inaccuracy. We say something that it's not like that, that's not true. In the second place, indiscretion. We say something that we shouldn't have said. And in the third place, inconsistency. We say something that we don't do, that we can't follow through with. And that is the one that we are concentrating on tonight. Jesus himself, he walked the talk. A human being who never said an extra word in his whole life. None of his words fell to the ground. And that's why he never tolerated hypocrisy. He would work with sinners. He met with sinners and he worked with them. He said that he would pick up the, the lost sheep on his shoulders and bring it back. And he went as far as dying for each one of us when we were sinners on the cross. But he never tolerated hypocrisy. His harshest words are against double-mindedness and hypocrisy. He fulfilled all his promises. You cannot find in all four Gospels one promise that he didn't fulfill. And those who live this way, they experience three main benefits in their lives. You always meet expectations because you are not creating false expectations in others. When we do, without saying it, we start always meeting expectations. In the second place, we give more glory to God. The talk is usually for our own praise. The walk gives praise to God. And it helps us to be more detached from the things that we do. And in the third place, we start seeing real growth in our lives. Because things don't happen until we do them. So the invitation tonight is, don't say anything. Let God say. Let others talk. So how can we grow in this aspect of obedience in this night? How can we talk less and do more? And I want to propose three things that we can do, and especially for this Lenten season, as we are thinking of some Lenten program, something that you know, we can resolve to do. I would like to suggest three things that we can do. In the first place, focus on small fidelities. We need to distrust more ourselves and trust God more. As we said, our nature is inclined to that disobedience. So we need to focus on that small faithfulness of daily life that would prove our honest desires. Because in the end, we don't know if we are going to be faithful in the great matters, like St. Peter. He wasn't. He said that he was going to die for Christ, and he didn't. But then he proved in small matters that he had an honest desire to follow Christ. So a good resolution for this Lent might be to do with great faithfulness those things that we are already supposed to do. 
So the faithfulness of our prayers every day, of showing up to class right in time, of doing our homework, of offering our studies, of visiting our friends, of going to Mass, and all these different things, the details, the small faithfulness of every day. In the second place, don't say it publicly, say it privately. This will help us to grow in our relationship with Christ, only between you and God. Because true friendship is really solidified with secrets. Do you have any secret with God? Something that only you and Him know. So in this land, I want to invite you to not tell anybody your resolutions. Only God. May He be the only one who knows. And may that stay between you and Him. And you will see how those resolutions will build loyalty in your heart with Christ. And in the third place, I invite you to track your progress, to chart your faithfulness. Make a spiritual habits tracker. Someone sent me this this week, made an Excel sheet with all the resolutions of the things that he was committing to do. And then all the days of the month. This, to, to, to my mind, is terrible. I wouldn't that, do that to myself. Uh, but this person, you know, he's an engineer, and so this works for him. So he's tracking all his progress, you know, and he makes a dot on every, you know, box that he fulfills so that he can see the growth. Let your deeds speak for you in this land. Track your progress. Maybe come up with your own chart where you can track your progress in this land with your resolutions, the things that you want to commit to do. And only between you and God, let your deeds speak and you will see how you're progressing in those resolutions. We have the great example of Jesus and so many who have lived in this way to testify that it is the best way of living, speaking only real words, only the things that we do. I mean, St. John Paul II, he's a great example of this. He's the most widely traveled pope in history. He traveled to the moon three times in his life. Amazing. Canonized more saints than any other pope and became a saint himself. He stopped wars and preached peace in many places of the globe and forgave the one who attempted against his life. He is someone who walked the talk. And so we are invited. So I invite you in this week, as we approach Lent, Ash Wednesday is this Wednesday, we'll be beginning our 40-day retreat in preparation for Easter. I want to invite you to plan your Lent, to have a game plan. We are proposing uh, Mount 40, which is a program for Lent, you can pick that up at the end of, of Mass and read a book and do all the exercises that are included there. Or you can make your own resolutions, but keep them only between you and the Lord, only between you and God. It is in our nature to not follow through, as we said. And that's why the Lord gives us 40 days of Lent, 
to prove to ourselves and to God that we can be faithful, to show with deeds and not with words that our heart is in Christ.